tonight's shir is L'schus Rufur Shalema for Ruchamina Amirina Bas Baruchaleya Menachem Endel Ben Gela B'Seich Shachar L'Yisrael We're learning a very, very fundamental piece. I actually learned this on Shavuos and I realized that this is something that you really negate every day of your life because we relate to God as Avichem, as our father, as Avi, right? And really, what does that mean? Very, very popular songs. We all know. Amr Abakiva, Ashrechem Yisrael. Fortunate are you, Yisrael. Before who do you become tar? And who purifies you? Your father in heaven. As the Pasuk says, So right away, what's very strange about this, these words is that it is a Beferisha Mordechai and David song mixed with a Beferisha Lipa song. Right? It's going to be a splash now. Is Vizarakti Alechem Ayim Tahirim, his new album. Vitiartem, I'll sprinkle holy water on you, pure water, and I will purify you. Vaoimer, and the Pasuk says, Mikveh Yisrael Hashem, God is your Mikveh. Ma Mikveh Metaris Atmeim, Avakadish Baruchum Metaris Yisrael. Just like a Mikveh takes somebody who's Tameh. And when you go into the mikvah, you become tahar. So too, Hashem is mitar as Yisrael. So this is really like a beautiful song, and we have a lot of songs with it. And we Amar Abakiva, Amar Abakiva, Ah Hashem Yisrael. But what is the depth? Look what he's going to do in just a few minutes of time. What he's going to do to this mimer? It's going to open up our eyes to feel and to hear and to understand the relationship between us and Hashem. This concept of Avichem, who Kaloshin Azair Akadish, the Zayar Akadish says, let's learn some Kabbalah. Even though God loves justice, because it says, I am God, I love justice. The love that God has for his children conquers. His love for justice. God loves justice. Everything's got to be perfect. If you go speeding and you got a ticket, you got to pay the ticket. You got poison your license. There's justice. There's a system of justice. God loves that. But one thing that God loves more than justice, He loves His children. Netzach means to conquer. Dida Netzach. We will be victorious. So remember these words. Netzach rechimu dubonui, the rechimu dudina. The rechimu, the love that God has for His children, is Netzach, conquers Rechim Adedina. Zeshen is Kavan Rebbe Kiva. This is what Rebbe Kiva meant, Ba'imra Yashrechem Yisrael. Umimetaher Eschem, who is purifying you? Avichem Sheba Shemayim. She'im ki bevadei HaKadosh Baruch Hu Oyev Mishpat, even though God loves Mishpat, Achu Avichem Sheba Shemayim, but He's your Father in Heaven. Ve'avosay Aleichem, and His love towards you, Goiveres Alahavas HaMishpat, is even greater than his love for Mishpat. If you're going to have somebody judge you, having your papa being the one to judge you means that you are in the best possible situation. And if there's any way out, any way that he can help you, then he'll do it. I saw a fascinating medrash. It says that when a person's being judged, they put on the scale his sins, and they put on the scale his mitzvahs, sins, and mitzvahs, sins, and mitzvahs, and God notices that it's getting real close. And it says, like, Hashem has like a cloak I mean, these are all ideas, right? God, like, walks over to the thing, and he, like, grabs a couple of the Averis, and he throws it under his jacket, and kind of smuggles it out for you. He says, uh, says, hey, guys, uh, hey, what's that over there in the corner? And they turn to look, and he's like, and he's like, okay, 
uh, I gotta go now. And he like walks out backwards with like holding his hand behind you with like a bunch of your averes. He's doing what he can for you. He's gonna try the best he can for you. Medrash says, even though God never forgets, when it comes to the sons, his children, when it comes to our sins, sometimes he makes himself like a shotgun. He's like, he forgets. God. He's like, uh, I don't, uh, I don't, I didn't see, did you see that? I didn't see. It's craziness. Who does that? Only somebody who really loves you. Umashma, and it sounds like Rabbi Kiva holds like Hilchasa Rameir Talmidai. It sounds like that Rabbi Kiva holds like Rameir, who was his Talmud. What did Rameir say? Benkach u Benkach Kruyim Look at this amazing shir, because this, we all know, is a Befer Shavron Fried song. This is crazy! We have Mordechai and David, we have Lipa, and now we have Avram Fried, who sings this song, written, I think, by Yossi Green. This is like an all-star album. It's like a solid cult album. It's amazing. <laughs> Regardless, sigh if you do the will of God, and sigh when you don't do the will of God, you're still God's son. Shari Oimre, Ashrechem Yisrael. Because Rebbe Kiva said, Ashrechem Yisrael. Beloshen HaKenel, let's call Yisrael Kulam, Afeilu Deloi Mali, which sounds like he's talking to everybody, even those that are not Mali, that are not doing well, that are not good. He could have said, Ashrechem Tzadikim, Ashrechem Ga'inim, Ashrechem Chachamim, Ashrechem Yeshivalite, Ashrechem Kalim Aman. He says, Ashrechem Yisrael. You are fortunate. You are a Jew. You're fortunate. Because who is purifying you? Not some stranger. Avichem Shabashamayim. The Chena Pasuk Dialuk Mine. And also the Pasuk that he learns it out. Lefne Hashem Titoru. That before God we get purified. Klayal Kol Yisrael. Every Jew. Vakulam Ukari Avichem Shabashamayim. Kain Mulchach Mahad Beis Tsara. Shahayatsi Raskashamim. The famous story in the Gemara. That it didn't rain. We spoke about this, right? And it didn't rain. What happens when it doesn't rain, especially in Eretz Yisrael? But all over. If it doesn't rain, you can die. You can't grow food. You can't eat. You can't cook water. You don't have rain. Without rain, you can die. It was getting really bad. Now, why does God take away the rain? That we weren't behaving and we sinned. It says in Shema that if you sin against Hashem, and Hashem will close up the, the heavens. So when there's no water, when there's a drought, it's because we are bad. So what happened when we were bad? All the people started davening to Hashem and doing tshuva, and saying, we want to be good, and no rain. What did Rebbe Kiva do? Isa Gemara, Shiyarad Rebbe Kiva. Rebbe Kiva went to the Bima. The Amar, Avinu Malkeinu, and Umiyad he turned down on the love. He said, you're right that we don't deserve the water. You're right that we screwed up. But Avinu Malkeinu, before Malkeinu, you are Avinu. Don't forget that, God. You're our Father. Tati, help me. When you scream, Tati, help me, it, even if you, you, your Father is doing something for whatever reason, but when you say, Tati, help me, Father, help me, Daddy, help me, Abba, help me, it arouses more mercy. So he opened up the faucet of hashpa, of rain in that case, of anything good that we want, by using, by saying, Avinu Malkeinu. And he got further than everybody else, because in Malkeinu, in the Justice Department, it didn't work. No rain. But in the Avinu Department, we did amazing. So now here's what he's saying. Now, imagine the skin. This guy's in a really small town, okay, and there's like nobody in this town. Okay, like the mayor is the also owns the convenience store and 
also was the gardener, you know, those really small towns. And he goes to the post office. So he's standing online at the post office. There's nobody there. He's like, in, goes, walks the whole maze up and down those, what do they call that? Whatever. He's walking up and down. He gets to the front. There's like six different booths. He goes to the lady who's by booth number three. He walks over. He says, hi, I'd like to mail this to New York. She says, no problem. It's, you need uh, $9 in stamps. He says, okay, here's a 10. And she goes, no, 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 you don't pay here. you got to pay in booth number one. So he says, okay, no problem. He takes his package. He goes over to booth number one. There's nobody there. So she goes behind booth number one. She goes, hi, can I help you? And he's like, uh, yeah, I'm that... I want to pay. She goes, no problem. How much is it? He goes, yeah, I have a slip here from booth number three. Gives her the, the $9 booth, right? Gives her the $9 ticket. And gives her the $9 ticket. She says, okay, $9. He gives her a 10. Gets back change. She gives him the mail. She goes, okay, so here's the package with the, with the stamp. She goes, oh, no, you got to go for that to booth number two. So he goes over to booth number two. And all of a sudden she comes running. He's like waiting. You know, He rings on the bell. And then she's like, yes, can I help you? He's like, yes, uh, I want to mail the package. He goes, that's fine. And she takes the package, right? So what he's saying here is like this. If God wanted to purify us through a system where we were being treated and dealt with by Malachim, Srafim, he has a lot of different people up there, then we would be in big trouble. Because we're dealing with the, with the system. You got a ticket. Your father could be the president. But if you got a ticket and you got to go down to the courthouse... And, and you're in the system. You're waiting along like everybody else. And, yeah, I was speeding. There's a cop there. And you're going to have to pay the fine. And, and if you didn't have a license, you're going to go to jail. But if the guy who's the judge, right, is your father, you're in the best possible hands. So what he's saying is that when it comes to getting purified, Rabbi Kiva is saying, Ashrechem Yisrael, every single Yisrael is so Ashrechem, is so fortunate that, Who's going to be Metahar you? Who's the one that you have to go to to stand in line in, in aisle two and in booth four in order to get this process done when you want to become pure? It's Avichim Shemashamayim. He takes care of it himself. He doesn't put you in the justice department and say, listen, after you clean yourself up, then you can come and see me. Where is the root of this Indian that whether we're good or not, we're always called children of Hashem, who could ease of a medrash? Al HaPasuk. The Pasuk says in the Torah as follows, Ein Esav Achi Ish Seir, Ba'anoichi Ish Chalak. Did we ever do this? Yeah. Beautiful match. That's right. We did. Esav is hairy, and I am Ish Chalak. I am a baldy. That's what Yaakov said. Zok the Medrash, Mashal Lekavetz, a marshal of a really hairy guy and a baldy that was standing by the side of the granary. The granary. They're standing on the side of the granary. In the granary, what they do is they throw up the grain and the schmutz that's around it, the chaff, goes flying in the air and the heavy stuff goes down and that's how they, they get through the, the grain. So all of this flicky stuff goes, the wind comes and takes it out. And these two guys are like, hey, let's check out the granary. One guy's really hairy and one guy's really bald. All of a sudden, it all comes. The bald guy has it all over him and he just goes like this with his hand. He wipes off his head and it's gone. The hairy guy, right, is, it's all stuck in his hair. And it's a whole ASIC to get out of it. Kach, so too, Zakta Medrish, Asa Varasha, 
Mislachich ba'avoyin is kolim oisashana. Ve'ain loy ba'meichaper. Ace of the Russia, he gets dirty in in sin a whole year, and he has no way to be mechaper himself. But Yaakov, now this is very interesting words. I would say, but Yaakov doesn't sin. No, Yaakov mislachich ba'avoyin is kolim oisashana. The Jew also can be wallowing in sin a whole year. But Uvayim Kippur, it doesn't stick to him. The Habir and the explanation is, now listen to this, Eitzel Ish Yehudi, by every Jew, Kasher Huchoyte, when you sin, Ein Hapgam Negea Beftim the damage from your sin does not reach internally to who you are. Ki Ein Hachet Hazeh, Elo Bibchinas Mikra, the sin is only a concept of a happening. The Yitzhahara overpowered you, made you sin, but you yourself, you're not happy in it. This is a major yisayi to live with, to understand yourself and to understand other people. When a Jew sins, it's only for one reason. Matas, what's the reason a Jew sins? Because the Yitzhahara won. Yeah. You're dealing with a Yitzhahara. He's a strong guy. He's a tough guy. And sometimes we win, and sometimes we don't. We're dealing with a very difficult Yitzhara. And he's plotting a whole, a whole day exactly what's going to happen. Gets you into a bad mood, and then he makes sure that this happens, that, just so that way you'll be in a bad mood, and then you're going to get the call or a text from a friend, and then you're going to get this crazy thing into your mind that's buzzing around to do an Avera, and then you can't help yourself. But you yourself, you're not happy with it. Internally, you don't want to do it. So every time you sin, you have to know that it's like getting your clothing dirty. You yourself inside, your neshama, who you are, does not get affected at all by it. Therefore you're like a bald guy. Because you don't have any sin in the essence of internally of who you are. And you can just wipe it off. That's why no matter what we do, we're called the sun. That's what the Gemara says. A Jew, even if you sin, you're a Jew. He's saying pshat in the Gemara. Because even when you sin, internally you're a tzaddik. Internally you're the same as the biggest tzaddik in the world. You don't want to sin. Externally, we got issues. We're, we're just not able to fight always. So we're not. We're fighting a black belt. We're a yellow belt. Sometimes we win. Sometimes we lose. Sometimes we bring some friends over. So we, we get chizuk. We have a rav. We have a sefer. We have the tyra. We have a tehillim. We're bringing friends over to help fight the Yitzhahara. But sometimes Sometimes we're left all alone. And sometimes we just fail. We're human. God understands that. The medrash is written by, by the Gemara, by Tanoim. Authentic Judaism understands. Yiddishkeit is not created for tzaddikim. Yiddishkeit is created for every single Jew. Yiddishkeit is created for sinners. Because nobody doesn't sin. So we have to understand that if I'm sinning, it's the same thing as if I'm eating, and all of a sudden I open up that stupid little ketchup bag, and there is no way to open up that bag without it going, and all over your shirt. Why do they have to have a Nazi ketchup bag? Heinz! Duh! That's why the company is Heinz. We should have known it. It's not Goldberg's. Goldberg's wouldn't try to get your... Right? It's Heinz. It's not Heinz. Heinz! Get your bag! Open up! Right? 
Very simple. You're making ketchup. You want people to open it. You know they're going to have a sandwich in their hand. Okay? You know it. Okay? You've done your research. You know it. But no. you got to make it... And you got to get the thing, and a little bit, and then you get it open, right? And then the thing is stuck in your teeth, okay? And then you... And it doesn't come out. It never comes out. Finally, you get enough of it, and it always, always gets on your shirt. Or if you're on a date, it gets on her shirt. It's even worse. Now you know why it's made by Heinz. Okay? So, I have no idea what we started off with. <laughs> we ended up in Nazi Germany Ketchup Manufacturing Company. What happens if you get ketchup on your shirt? Are you dirty? No. Your shirt is dirty. It's like, oh, darn, I got my shirt dirty. You get the most beautiful suit in the world. You're going, going to your wedding and you step in something or something splatters on you. You say, oh, darn, I'm bad? I'm, I'm not. Oh, shoot, I got stuff on. I didn't want to get this doo-doo on me. Right? That's what, that's what a sin is. A sin is somebody who has the most beautiful Ferragamo shoes in the world, and he steps in doo-doo. We all know what it's like. And you step in the doo-doo. Now, your foot is clean. Nothing wrong with you, but you got doo-doo. That's what a sin is. A sin is the same thing. So, Zakta Nesiva Shalom, why? Because you never rebelled against God. If you're thinking clearly, do you ever do an Avera? Would you on Yom Kippur by Nilo do an Avera? Would you by the Kaisal Amaravi do that Avera? Would you, if the Beis HaMikdash would be here, do the Avera? Would you in the middle of Shul walk over, open up the Aron Kaidish, feel close to God and do that Avera? No. The Yitzhahara makes us have darkness. Makes us feel far away from God. Separated. Confused. Right? And then we do the Avera. So you're not a rebel. You just had a guy hijack you. A guy put a gun to your head. Let's say another word. This is such such an emotional marshal. A person who has to have a nituach is an operation. If the doctor who is cutting him, who is zar, is not a stranger, the teva is, the nature is, this big doctor comes in. He only cares if you survive. He doesn't care. He doesn't care if you're in pain before, during, afterwards. He doesn't care. Speak to the nurse about that if you're in pain. But the bottom line is, uh, a week later, a month later, he's going to say, I saved your life. Took out the tumor or whatever it is. That's what the doctor's for. If the doctor who's cutting into you, who is the father of the sick person, the son's mind is at peace. He doesn't have to worry that he's going to have pain afterwards. Because he knows that every father feels the pain when their child is in pain. We say that in every tzar that we have, God feels pain. And what, you're not, what you don't have to feel pain, he's going to make sure. He's not just going to leave you after the operating room and say, Oh, operation successful. Go ahead, I'll see you in a month. No. He's going to care for you to make sure that even when you're getting better, that you don't have any extra pain. We're so fortunate. Sometimes, guys, getting pure hurts. Sometimes, getting holy hurts. Sometimes, when a person is stopping bad. He's used to doing something. He's addicted to something. He's dependent on something. And he's going to break away from it. Sometimes it's going to hurt. And you're going to feel pain. But guess what? The one who's purifying you, 
as you go through this process, is Avichem. Ashrechem Yisrael, you're so fortunate. God doesn't just say, listen dude, get yourself clean, become a tzaddik, cut away from all your problems, right? And then afterwards I'll be your father. He says, no, I'm going to help you. I'm going to be the one to purify you. I'm going to be the one to operate on you. And therefore we know that even though we all go through pain in our lives, but it's God. And He feels every drop of pain that we have. And therefore we don't have to suffer any more than what's necessary. What do we say on Rosh Hashanah? Today is the birthday of the world. On this day of Rosh Hashanah, all living creatures get judged. And then what do we say? In Kibanim, in Ka'avadim. Listen to this chat, you're going to freak out. If you're like Banim, or you're like Avadim. So it's kind of like saying, God, you know, uh, you're going to purify us, right? You're going to judge us. And you're going to decide im kibanim or im kavadim. You let us know if we're like your sons. And you have mercy on us, like a father has mercy on his children. But if you want to treat us like slaves, then we look at you like, you know, a master, we're waiting for you, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Marna Saba Islam says, no, God doesn't decide whether you're banim or avadim. You do. He says, That gufa is the mishpat. Of course, if you did Averis, go to the Averi line. But even when you did mitzvahs, did you do a mitzvah like a Ben? Or did you do a mitzvah like an Evid? When you daven, when you do a mitzvah, you're doing it anyway. Do it like a son. Say, I want to do this. I'm happy to connect to you, God. Not like an Evid that says, oh darn, why do I have to do these crazy mitzvahs? Okay, I guess I'm getting paid for it. I guess God is master of the universe. I guess I'll do it. We determine how we act, and God always reciprocates mida keneged mida. So we say like this, The mishpat is, did they act, each one of us, did we act like a Ben or like an Evid? If we acted like a son, im kibanim, if we acted like a son, God reciprocates. He's our father. We treated him like a father. He acts like a father. The Imkavadim, but if we go we approach Judaism like Nebuch, a bunch of slaves that were stuck, then we have no choice but to look at him like a master who's judging his slaves. Im Kibanim, Im Kavadim Shalzegufa Hamishbad, Im Yu Kibanim Kavadim is the Ikra Mishbad. Dilakhir Kasha, Frakta Nasivishalam, Mashaikhaza Mishbad. If Rameir says that whether we're good or we're not, we're Kriyim Banim, so how can the Islam say that the judgment itself is whether we are like Banim or not? Rameir said we are Banim. Ah, oh, the Kasha on the Sabbath on the Sabbath Kadisha Mislanim. So he answers like this. The way to pull down this concept that Hashem should treat us like Banim. He rocked the Koyach is only with the power of our faith. Shehudi Maimin Bibiru Gamur that a Jew believes with clarity. Shehu Kiben Lufnei Hamelech Vahemuna Bazeh Mamshichei Lo Madregazu Kikash Shehudi Maimin Sheyisrael Him Banim Bechalam Atzavim. When you believe that you are the son of Hashem Bechalam Atzavim, no matter what Avera you just did, Hari Kiven Shemaimin Shehu Ben. Since you believe that you're a son, the and you want to act like a son, you pull down that God reciprocates, and He says, "Okay, I'm going to be your father. I'm going to act like your father." 
What is this thing about Tahara that Rabbi Kiva says, Ashrechem Yisrael, Lifneimiyatem Mitar Moisim Avichem Shemashemayim? What about Ashrechem Yisrael, Lifneimiyatem Put on Tfilin? Avichem Shemashemayim. Ashrechem Yisrael, Lifneimiyatem Mevi Karbonais? Avichem Shemashemayim. Ashrechem Yisrael, Lifneimiyatem Ikogol? Avichem Shemashemayim. Why Dafka, Lifneimiyatem Mitar Eschem, that we're so lucky that it's God? Listen what he says, Dehine Amr Chazal. Really, when you sin, how could you get forgiven for a sin? It doesn't make any sense. The soul is like a person's body. If a person's arm is, God forbid, cut off, it's severed, it'll never grow back. A soul that sins against God. How how can it be fixed with his rape to get healed Vilihitar and to get clean after you cut off the Averuchni? So he answers no. It's not cut off. the idea of Chuva, Shiyashli Yehudi that a Jew has. and the power of purification uh, the power of purification from a sin. The Haggadah says, What is the big deal? We spoke about this when we learned about Mitzrayim. What are we so happy that a God himself took us out of Mitzrayim? Let's say God would have sent a ship to pick us up. Would we complain? God would send an angel or Srafim or whatever. Would we have a problem with it? No. So what is the big deal that like God did it himself? Ella. Lefisha Yaaz Kitrug, listen carefully, there was a Kitrug, there was an accusation. So what happened? We wanted to cross the Yamsov. God says, Water. Split. I guess that's the way he talks. I don't think he I, I don't think he's like water, split. Like, water. I always thought it sounded like Sean Connor. <laughs> what? What? Water. Split. Right? <laughs> Definitely not. Water. Uh, split. Just that voice. Right. Water. Split. Well, and, and all of a sudden comes the Sar of Mitzrayim and says, Whoa, 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 Sorry, God. Red tape. Obama calls the airport, and he says, listen, there's a flight coming in from Saudi Arabia. Twelve guys are going to be online named Mohammed. I want you to let them go through straight through security. And then the next twelve guys named Mohammed, I want you to shoot them on sight. Passport control says, Obama, twelve guys named Mohammed from Al-Qaeda, we can't do that. So that's what they said. God, we can't. We can't split. We'd love to listen to you. I mean, you're God. But there's a nature, even in their malachim, have nature. Right. So, how, we can't. We can't save these Jewish people who, who are idol worshippers and then let these other idol worshipper Egyptian guys drown. It doesn't work. So why did God tell them? Good help is so hard to find. I'm going to do it myself. But what was the answer? He didn't explain to them. They yeah, were sure stuck. That, that, sorry. Go ahead. That, um... These idol worshippers are his sons. And even more than that. Uh, Remember Mr. Goldstein? Mr. Goldstein, 2 o'clock in the morning. 
He's coming home from work. He's at the train station. And all of a sudden, these six huge guys approach him. And they bring out the cross. And he says, I will not bow. And they go ahead and they punch him in the stomach. And he falls to the ground. And they take a big picture. Yosef Goldstein is now an idol worshiper. And they send it to all the magazines. Headline, Yosef Goldstein now is converting to worshiping idols. And you see a picture. He's there on the ground, bowed right in front of the cross, right in front of the idol. But is Yosef Goldstein an idol worshiper? No. He was forced. There's not just physical force, there's emotional force. A Jew in Mitzrayim, after 210 years, they were emotionally forced by their surroundings to worship idols. So listen to this. He says, God had to do it himself. He knows what's going on in our hearts and in front of him it was open. It was revealed. Are you kidding me? The Jewish nation is the same as the Egyptian nation? You know, 49 days later, we were on the highest level ever achieved by a human, by Matan Taira. So don't tell me that these are the same. You see two guys in the street doing drugs, right? And you're going to tell me that this kid, this nice, sweet Jewish boy, is the same as this other guy over there, this hilarious crack addict, this pimp? You're going to compare? He says, ain't alolu kalolu. The question wasn't a question. He says, I understand you water, you, you water malachim, that you have your red tape that I created. I got it. You can't do it. Because to you, they look the same. Because all you know, angels only know what you do. But I'm God. I know what they are. I know that deep inside they are not the same. When a Jew sins, his heart bleeds because he's far away, he's distant from God. He couldn't withstand the pressure of the overpowering of this tremendous Yitzhahara. The listen to these words, He would never sin. Ask you right now, would you do blah 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 and sin? You say no. But you might do it later. But you might do it tomorrow. But really, who you are, thinking clearly, never. You're going to sin against God? What are you, nuts? So why do we? Because the Itzahara is stronger than us. And the atmosphere is stronger than us. And we feel disconnected. And we are puny human beings. But you can't compare us. The essence of every Jew, every one of us, Kadesh, Vitahar, Chelek, Elika, Mimal. We're pure. We're holy. We are a Chelek, Elika, Mimal. We have a piece of godliness installed, a chip of God inside of us. Only God knows that. A Malach does not understand the Lady Yehudi, but God does. So God said, no, no, no. These 12 Mohammed Al-Qaeda guys are not the same as the other 12 Mohammed Al-Qaeda guys. Because you'll let them through, and you'll see in, nine, in, in uh, seven weeks from now, in 49 days, they're going to be pledging allegiance to America and joining the American army. But those other guys are really Al-Qaeda mix. That's what God said about us. These Jews ain't Allah Al-Qaeda. And that is something that affects us every single day of our lives. That we have to know we are pure and holy. And even when we bow down to Avay Dazar, whatever that means in our lives... We're doing something wrong. We don't put on tefillin. We don't keep Shabbos. We, we do whatever Avera that's getting us to, to, to us. We have to not lose faith of the fact that we are pure and we are holy. 
and we just got overpowered. And our job is to fight that and to look for ways to make sure we don't get overpowered. Coming tonight to learn is, is like training. That's something that you're giving yourself the power to fight. Doing good things helps you fight. That's our job. But now listen to what he says. With this understanding, he teaches a With this understanding, we can explain the What does this mean? God does not look at the oven, the sin of Yaakov. He doesn't see the rebelliousness of Klai Yisrael. Your God is with you. How could you say God doesn't look at your sins? God doesn't not look at your sins. God doesn't say, eh, remember that like seventh commandment? That's eh, okay. You know, it's like I thought the Ten Commandments were multiple choice. I just found out that it's like all ten. I was like, whoa. I thought like, you know, okay, you know, I could do that one, that one, and that's a tough one. I'll do the next one. God doesn't have Viturim. What's Viturim? Um, passes. Passes. God doesn't say, eh, try your best. So how could you tell me God doesn't look at our sins? Ella Pirish, listen to this, he's talking to us. God doesn't look at the sins of a Jew. God that knows the hidden things. God is with you, I knew. Even during the sin, while you are sinning. Your heart is chopped in pieces. Because you know that you are distancing yourself from God. Because God is with you. You're going to tell me Yosef Goldstein is an idol worshiper because it was a guy punching him in the stomach, throwing him to the ground, and he's thinking, God, I don't want to do this. Don't bring me sins like that. God says, I'm not interested in that. The Yitzhara says, oh, look what we got. It's really just did blah, blah, blah. And God, and God says, let's, let's go back to the videotape. And Surly is thinking while he's doing this, Havera, I really don't want to do this. This is not what I want to do. Please don't make me do this. God says, that's the Havera that you're bringing me? I'm not interested in that. Yeah, you were overpowered. Yeah, you're going to try harder. Yeah, you have to feel bad and say, Slach Avinu, by the way. Okay. That's who we apologize to. No guards. No, no, nobody else. Avinu. Sorry, Pops. We deal directly with the boss. But the bottom line is, God goes back to the videotape, puts on his super infrared glasses and, and hearing things that hear what's going inside you. Dea Taluma is what's inside you. And he knows that you're thinking, uh, I don't want to do this. Uh, I don't want to do this. Uh, I don't want... And then you do it. And he says, that's what you're bringing me? The Zeb Pirish, Ashrechem Yisrael. Look at these beautiful words. Ashrechem Yisrael was so, so lucky. I'm sure we screw up. But in front of who do we go to get purified in front of? Who do I... I got to go explain myself to. If I have to go to anybody else, any person, any human being, or any malach or saraf, and play the videotape of what I just did last night, how am I going to explain to them? I know. Yeah. Okay, here, here's... Here, okay, judge, listen. I know you saw me do it, okay? And I know it looks like... Really, I was thinking I don't want to be there. Okay? And he's like, well, you're smiling a lot. No, 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 you don't understand. I was just like, that's just the out. Really, deep inside? Deep inside, really. So, um, why did you respond to the phone call when your friend said, I'm going to pick you up, we're going to go to the club? Like, why, why didn't you say no? 
Well, you, you, so you judge, you got to understand, you know, it's not so easy to say no. Not so easy to say no, really. Uh-huh. If you said, come, let's go drink poison, would you do it? Uh, no. And you knew this was bad, right? Yeah. Like poison. Yeah. Why didn't you just say no? Uh, okay, listen, you don't, you know, but look, hang on, we're just going to play this again in front of your family, this sin. Sin number 5,222, take three. And you're like, no, not 5 million, number three, it's not that one, I'm so not in front of my parents. No, don't do that. We would, be, we would be so, so messed up if we had to go ahead and, and, and deal with this really icky process in front of anybody else but God. But we get to go to God. He knows. He's already on our side. He knows we want to be good. He knows we're making improvements. He knows we're doing what we can. He knows that we showed up tonight and we stayed and we're listening and we're learning and we're yearning and we want to be better. And he knows better than anybody. The Jewish heart. That deep inside, on some level, your soul is crying out even while you're doing the Avera. Therefore, Ashrechem Yisrael. Men are we fortunate. Because we're going to somebody who already knows before we get there that about the sin that happened, which I'm really embarrassed of, I really, my heart didn't want to do it. And God's like, I know. I know you didn't want to do it. And, and, and now you've got to make yourself... You know, you got to make sure you don't do it again. That's your job. We're lucky. We go before God, who happens to be our Father. This is what it's talking about in the Zohar. The tremendous love that Hashem has for every Jew. He knows how good you are. He knows how good you are. When a Jew feels that his emuna is not clear, yeda, you should know We spoke about this. There are clouds, hamachase, which which block the rays of of, of light. Umavablam and confuse us. Achbepnimius anefesh deep inside. Yeshlihudi amuna bihira. So many things that we do prove to us that we still have amuna. You go to Israel and and you go to the kaisel and you daven and you feel bad. That shows you that you had amuna since the last time you were at the kaisel two years ago. We always have amuna, right? If it's very dark outside during a thunderstorm, doesn't mean that there's no sun. It just means there are clouds there, and clouds are not internal. Clouds is, is something blocking. So too, if you feel that you don't really have a Muna, why would you not feel you have a Muna? Because you... Because you sin. I say to myself, you know, I'm really not so sure I really believe in God, because I keep on doing the sin that I'm allowed to do. So you start to doubt yourself. So he says, if you doubt yourself that you have a Muna and Hashem, you should know that deep inside you are complete Maimon. You completely have faith in God. And the only reason you're sinning is because it's really cloudy out. And when it's dark outside... Nitzahar gets you confused in your mind, you can get really confused, and you can end up doing things that you really don't want to do. He says, I can patter up the whole world from Din. And we know that the sign that God is angry with us is when there's a rainbow. There was no rainbow in the times of Rabshim and Bayechai. 
Gila as Kayach HaNefesh Shel Yehudi. He revealed this great Kayach of every soul of every Jew. Sheba'oymek Pnimius Nafshoi. That deep inside your soul, Kashur Yehudi LaHashem Yisbaruch, you are bound to God, right? So, so in the time of Rabbi Shem because he revealed to everybody their, their tremendous Kayach of their Nefesh, and that in every Jew there is a chelik, a piece of you that is good. God should help us. That the schus, the merit of Reb Shimon Ba'echai, should protect us.